0: Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. All right. So welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. Today I want to be talking about the fact that we're all getting ready to start phasing back into normal, so they say. And I guess there's all kinds of different versions of what's normal, right? But in the workplace, it's going to present some challenges because it's definitely going to be clunky. It's not going to be... A smooth transition in many cases and as leaders and managers and even as employees it's important that we really have some patience and some understanding through the process. So I wanted to talk about five different things as leaders that we can do to help our employees transition back to work. So this may mean that they're transitioning back to the office, maybe they're transitioning back to a different work schedule, maybe they were part-time or full-time or whatever the changes are in how this phased approach to trying to get people back to work is going to mean for you. The first thing I want to talk about is just being available. You know, a lot of folks are just confused with everything that's going on and are going to have a lot of questions. The information that's been rolling out on the news and in newspapers and online seems to be very, very variable depending on where you look and what sources you're looking at, right? You've got federal guidelines, you've got state guidelines, you've got local guidelines, then you've got your company or your organization's guidelines. There's so many different competing messages. Your folks are gonna have questions. So the more available you can be to just answer their questions or just be around when they're stressed and have things that they wanna discuss with you. Perhaps they have concerns about coming back to the office for safety reasons and health reasons, or they have challenges with childcare or challenges with adjustments to their situation based on how things have been going, right? Being available and making sure that your employees know that you're available to them. It doesn't mean that you have to be at their beck and call round the clock, right? Set up office hours or set up an email and say, you know, email me here with any questions and I'll try to answer everybody back. Maybe you put a a distribution list out for your, your whole team, giving them all the answers that other people are asking because they may have the same answers as well. So just being available for them to ask you questions. The second thing is if you don't know, be honest, right? If they're asking you questions that you don't know, be honest with them and say, you know, I don't have that information just yet, but I will look into it and I will get back to you as soon as I can. So be straightforward with them. Don't try to make stuff up, don't try to cover it because there is a lot of information that we don't know and it's totally okay, even as a leader, for you not to have all the answers, especially in this kind of situation which is completely unprecedented. So it's not crazy for you to say, I don't have those answers. I will look into it. I will find out what I can. I will get back to you. I will research it. Perhaps it's not something that's been decided upon. If it's a company policy or even a state decision or a local decision or federal decision, perhaps it's just not information that's available yet if you can provide them with information about when you're going to be meeting, if it's an organizational decision, maybe you're having regular meetings with your leadership or regular meetings with local or county or whomever it is that you're getting your guidelines from, right? Let them know, hey, I'll have updates on such and such a date or such and such a time. I may not have all the answers then either, but I should have some kind of an update at least when we might know when the answers are coming or a little bit more information. The next thing is, is providing frequent updates, okay? Be as accurate as you can, and if you're not accurate, then be clear. And what I mean by that is if you don't have the exact answer to everything, just make sure you're being very clear in your guidance. If your offices are opening up and you're only going to allow a certain number of people in there and they have to sit a certain distance apart or you're shuffling desks or shuffling cubicles or shuffling offices, you may not have all of the information. You don't may not know everything that's going on, but be as clear as you can with the process that you have. And again, revert back to the previous one. If you don't know, you don't know. I don't have that answer for you yet. We're all rolling with the punches here. I will provide you as much information as I can as often as I get it, but that's all the information that I have. And then again, be available to them to answer their questions. You may be answering the same questions over and over and saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. As soon as I get the information, I will provide it. And you're going to have some frustration from folks, right? Because we've been in a state of not knowing for months now. And this little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel thinking that some kind of normalcy is going to resume is exciting for many folks and stressful for others and they're gonna want as much information as possible because we're finally getting a little bit of information. So just be patient and request that your employees are the same with you. It's okay to say, you know, I'm not gonna have all the answers. I'm getting you as much information as I can. I'm excited about the prospect of going back to some state of normal, just like you are, but like you, I only have so much information and I am passing along as much as I possibly can. You know, this is going to be a a clumsy process and we're not really sure how it's going to work. We may go to phase one, there may be problems and we may have to pull back. We may go to phase two and then there's problems and then we go back to phase one. We're all learning here, but because you're in the leadership role, you do have to provide some kind of guidance. So again, the more straightforward and clear and accurate you can be, try not to ad lib on any information. Try to make sure that all of the information you're providing them is accurate, fact-based. It's very easy to want to make people feel better by providing them more information than we have. We want to make people feel comfortable. We want them to stop stressing. We want them to stop asking questions sometimes. But you also want to make sure that you're not providing information that isn't accurate. That's easier said than done, because again, you can look online and find 20 different answers to many of the questions that we have there. All you can do is provide the most accurate information you have. Ideally, it should come from your leadership. Whatever your leadership is providing you, that's the answers that you provide to your staff. And be clear with them on that. You know, this is the information I am getting from this source, and that is what I have at the moment. As I get updates, I will provide you with more updates. So they know where the information came from, and if it does end up being incorrect or incomplete, you at least can say, you know, that was the information I got. I understand that we're all frustrated here that it wasn't exactly accurate, but that was the information we had at the time. This seems to be a very fluid and rolling process so there is going to be a lot of wiggle room in the information that we're getting and that we're providing and we're going to have to be flexible okay and that's the fourth thing being flexible both with you being flexible with understanding that your leadership and all of the folks around us that are providing information are again in a fluid environment but being flexible with your employees Perhaps they're going to need to have a little bit of extra time before they go back to whatever version of normal is in your phase one or phase two for your organization. Perhaps, like I said, they're gonna need you to be a little bit flexible with their their working hours because kids are not in school. Childcare is not necessarily open. There's not a whole lot of options in that respect if people are not comfortable. Perhaps they're not comfortable dumping their kids back in childcare. And having to go back to work so there's going to need to be a fair amount of flexibility in how we reopen and restart the way we were doing things before obviously you want to be flexible within reason if you've got employees that are taking advantage and you know that that's what's going on have a conversation and say look I'm trying to be as flexible as possible I really am trying to be understanding of your needs and your expectations and helpful to a certain extent, but I have a business to run, I have a team to run, I have leadership, I have a job to do just like you do, and I can't completely throw out the rule book altogether. I'm willing to be flexible, I'm willing to work with you, I'm willing to compromise, but again, you have to meet me part way, okay? The more communication that you can have the better the clearer you can be the better and the fifth thing is structure we have been living in a fairly unstructured universe for the last couple of months right there hasn't been our formal setup that we used to have where you get up in the morning you go to work you do your job you come home everybody's routines have really been thrown into upheaval Many people crave that structure and are missing that structure and can't wait to get back to that structure. Other folks are probably thrilled at the lack of structure and wish that it could stay like this forever, to a certain extent, right? Provide as much structure to your team and your employees as you can. And what I mean by that is because we're going to be going through different phases that are going to be undoubtedly a mess right it's going to be chaotic there's going to be some fits and starts where things are working or not working perhaps there's going to be it challenges with people coming back to the office with stuff being offline for a couple of months perhaps there's going to be changes to team dynamics because people that were able to come into the office are not able to come into the office there's going to be all different changes okay the more structure you can provide to their team so that they know what to expect, the better. That may just mean that you have a weekly meeting or a daily meeting or a monthly meeting where you're providing updates, where you're being consistent. Every Monday, you have a meeting with the team to check in. Let them know what's going on. Let them know who's in the office, who's not in the office. What are the expectations? What are the changes to your expectations? Right back when this all started, we had to kind of put some structure in place for everybody working remotely, having some additional meetings to make sure that people knew that they were being monitored, they were being managed, they were being helped when they needed it while working remotely, right? Now it's gonna be kind of a half foot in, half foot out type of situation where we've got some people in the office, some people at home. A lot of folks are gonna feel like they're in limbo So the more structure that you can provide to your teams so that they feel like they have some kind of guidelines, the better. I'm not talking about micromanaging. And I did an episode about this a couple weeks ago, right? You don't want to get yourself in a situation where you're micromanaging because that's not going to help anybody. And at this point, after months of folks working remotely and autonomously and and in a different way, hopefully you've gotten the lay of the land of who is capable of doing this and who is not. Hopefully, with the changes that you're going to make to your organization, you'll be able to have some say that the folks that are really struggling to work remotely and can come to the office will be the first people to come to the office, right? You may or may not have that flexibility. You may not be able to do that. But ideally, in a perfect world, that would be great, right? The folks that are really doing a banged-up job working from home, leave them at home. The folks that are really struggling, bring them back to work that's a perfect world. We are not necessarily going to get that. So providing as much structure to your employees as possible so that there is clear understanding of what the roles and responsibilities are as this phased approach to moving people back to the way things were comes into play, then they'll know what the expectations are. You know, maybe maybe you're doing some folks are part-time in the office two days a week. Other folks are, are different days. However, the organization that you represent is choosing to put into place this new temporary phase one situation, make sure that you're clearly communicating that back to your employees. Make sure that there is structure in it. It's just not willy-nilly. And if they have questions, answer their questions about why the decisions were made. I understand that you don't necessarily have to feel like you have to give your employees all of your reasonings for why what is happening is happening. But to a certain extent, if you can provide them a little extra leeway there and give them clarity on why things are happening the way they are. We are bringing back these folks because of A, B, and C. We are situating employees in this portion of our building or in this layout because of A, B, and C. We are transitioning to halftime of this or meetings on this day because of that. Again, people feel out of control and when you feel out of control, there's confusion, there's stress, and you still wanna get the most out of your employees. If they're going back into the first week we were doing this where everybody is back in that mindset of what's going to happen next what's going to happen next where it's just constant uncertainty then you're going to have to make that time back up again right because there's a lot of folks that don't work well in that situation productivity is going to go down stress is going to go up patience is going to run thin right the last thing you want is your teams to be bickering and fighting and arguing and just not working well together because they're thrown back into uncertainty again. So the more structure you can provide, even at a phased approach, right? And maybe you reinstitute whatever policies you did at the beginning of this telework program. Maybe you go back to having a regular meeting to check in. Maybe if you've got folks in the office, you know, maybe you kind of set up some kind of office hours so that you can be available for questions, but it doesn't impede your workflow, right? Maybe every Monday you have office hours for two hours where people could just pick up the phone and call you, or they can come and stand at the end of your hallway and shout to you, however it works with respect to the distancing that you're gonna be doing in the office. As an employee, a lot of these things refer to you as well have patience with your leadership, have patience with your organization because this is new to them too. No one could have foreseen this, right? No one made plans for a post-COVID environment two years ago. This is not something that organizations have planned for. So they're rolling with the punches as well, trying to make sure that their employees are employed, safe, and healthy but still manage to keep the company going, right? At the end of the day, it's a business, it has to keep going. So they have to take that into account. Have patience with your leadership because to a certain extent, they're as confused and stressed and unsure about things as you are. They may have a little bit more information in advance, but hopefully they're passing that down to you. And have questions. Be a source of support, be a source of encouragement for not only your teammates, but for your leadership. Be appreciative for the information that they're providing. You know, it doesn't take much to just shout an email to your supervisor and say, hey, thanks, I really appreciate all of the support that you've provided me over these last few months. I really appreciate how you were able to pivot the team and make sure that we were still being productive and effective, if that's the case right? Many leaders have been really tested through this process, and their leadership skills have really been tested. I managed remote teams for years, and managing people that you can't see every day and that you can't touch base with and chit chat with can be really challenging because everybody works differently. Everybody works at different speeds. Everybody works just different comfort levels with remote working or, or not being able to touch base with stuff. See people, chit chat with people, brainstorm. It's very different to brainstorm on a phone than be in a conference room and be throwing up all kinds of ideas on a whiteboard, right? Teams work very well that way. So being a leader of teams that have now suddenly been remote, if you've never managed remote teams, that's a bit of a challenge for especially new leaders seasoned leaders as well if they've always had hands-on eyes on regular meetings regular interactions with folks in the office so be mindful of that as an employee that your supervisors are in a challenging position now too okay not to mention the fact that they are people too and they may not work well remotely just because you're a leader doesn't mean that you work well from home There are a lot of leaders that I know that are really struggling with the idea of not coming into the office. That's just the way they do things, right? They have their own routines. They have their own challenges. They like their own structure. So as an employee, be patient with the information that they're providing you. Hopefully they're giving you as much information as they can. Hopefully they're being accurate and clear. Hopefully they're being flexible. And if you need extra time to stay at home or you need special arrangements or you can't phase back in the way that the organization or your leadership is, is asking you to, reach out to your leader. Suggest alternatives. Offer options to them. Say, you know, I, I don't have childcare. Perhaps your spouse has to go back to the office too and you don't have child care and you still need to telework or At least part of the time or all of the time, whatever it may be But don't just go to them and say look I have this problem. It's not going to work for me. You need to go to them with solutions Okay, these are your challenges to offer solutions to your leadership and say look I can't come back the way you're asking You don't even necessarily have to give them the reasons why. There's a lot of debate over how much information you have to provide. Do I have to tell my boss that I can't come back to work because of whatever reason? That's up to you on how you want to handle that but at least be willing to offer some suggestions, at least be willing to offer some compromises. I can't come back to work full time. I need to work two days a week from home, or I need to work these days. Could we meet in the middle somehow? Maybe I am available on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I come into the office on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Maybe it's just that you're just not comfortable going out yet. Maybe you're still really scared and really nervous about all of this. Rightfully so right? It's a significant health risk. Maybe just be honest with your supervisor and say, I'm not quite comfortable coming back. I know you're putting in a lot of place, a lot of, you know, precautions into place, but I'm just not comfortable yet. I'm still a little bit nervous about all of this. I have young kids at home, or I have asthma, or I have family members that are at higher risk, and I just am not comfortable doing that. Is there something else we can do? Could I maybe just... Continue to work remotely for a little bit longer until phase two. Could I come into the office maybe at off times when other people aren't going to be there? Whatever makes you comfortable, but be willing to offer suggestions. Don't put the burden on your leadership to try and figure out how to make you feel more comfortable. This is going to be a very interesting and... Stressful time, similar to how it was when we were first transitioning to working from home. Obviously, different circumstances, but it's more unknown. And the more we can do to be clear in our communications with both communicating up to our leadership and as leaders communicating down, the more flexible and understanding and clear and honest and accurate we can be with each other the smoother it's all going to go. I think that one of the key things that's going to need to happen is just patience. And we are by nature, I think, just impatient people in general. I know I'm extremely impatient. I can't wait to get back to normal. And we may never see normal. Who knows what normal is anymore, right? I don't even have anywhere necessarily I have to go, it's just the idea that I can't go. Makes you feel like you're 10 and you're grounded, right? You just kind of want to get some kind of sense of normalcy again. I get it. We're all a little impatient and just want to see where this is going to go and see what's next and see how everything is going to, to kind of roll back into the way it was or whatever the new normal is going to be. Try to have patience. Try to have patience with your leadership. Try to have patience with your organization. Try to have some patience with your employee because at the end of the day, we're all in the exact same spot. We all have no idea what's gonna happen next. We're all along for the same ride. We're all processing it a little bit differently. Some folks roll with it better than other folks, but we are all in the same boat. No one has the answer. No one knows exactly what is going to happen. So try to be helpful and supportive and kind to one another. I wish you all the best. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy. Have a great week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode and please go ahead and recommend me to your friends until next time always remember to stand up and be confident stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all there's only one you